Hey everybody, it's Steve and Chelsea Scott with Come Follow Me. Hi you guys. Welcome to today's lesson. Today's lesson is a few of our favorite things. We are doing Isaiah 50 through 57 and we are doing September 26th through General Conference October the 2nd. Do not forget General Conference, you guys. Glowing lights. This is one of my favorite times of the year. So we love listening to our prophet, our apostles speaking to us. The general authorities, whoever is speaking, send them prayers for this next week. Okay. We should, they should make a song called, like, it's our favorite time of the year. It's like a most favorite time of the year. And they should do it with a, like a LDS, like gospel tune. And we can sing Aww. it at general conference. Someone make that up, would you? <laughs> okay, good idea. Good yeah, idea. there you go. Um, we want to do a shout out to Craig Lewis. Sending you lots of love. Um, he just shared this wonderful post on sending you lots of love and prayers and your challenges that are going on right now. It is difficult to lose those that we love. So thank you for sharing that. And um, just wanted to send you that lots of love. And I'm going to send you an excited, just like a happy fist bump and a high five. And a big heart. Thank you so much for sharing. Also, we wanted to give you an update on where in the world the Scots have been for the last couple of weeks. Oh my goodness. So here's, here's what we're going to do. We understand that general conference it's general conference week. There's lots of things going on. And I just kind of want to back up a couple things. We're going to back up, all right? Back up. No, no, no. Don't back up, back <laughs> up. Did you guys know it's Chelsea's anniversary for being on the channel this month? Did you guys Isn't know that, crazy? that? No. It's really crazy. When Chelsea came on the channel two years ago, September the 7th, two years ago. So I think you guys should give like That's and love like a celebration. To That's a thing. Thanks, babe. So... We just wanted to, we want to, I just want to back up for a second. For those of you who don't know us, this might be your first time, or those of you who've been watching for a long time, we kind of want to just back up and I want to kind of give you like the genesis of how all of this kind of began. Because you'll come in here and you'll be like, wow, like here's what's going on. Why did they fist bump? Why did they high five? Like what's happening? <laughs> and I just want to kind of back up and just introduce Chelsea and I have been married for a solid 20, almost 20, it's 24 and a half years. Yes, yeah, we're heading on our 25th. Um, we went to school at B BYU and I was hired to teach seminary at that time in 2004. And so we worked for seminaries and institutes of religion for 16 years. I taught at Provo High School, I taught it, and then we moved to Canada. Um, we're both Canadian, we live in Canada. Something and people we, don't and know. And we did it in high school. That's sometimes people don't know that either. And we taught seminary and then moved back to my hometown. So we live in, it's not even a town, guys. We live in a place where there's like 250, 300 people and like 6 million cattle. That's where we live. <laughs> the mountains are right outside our window here. So we live in a tiny little corner in Alberta, in Canada. We look out to the Montana border. It's beautiful. We have seven kids, six boys, one girl, and one beautiful daughter-in-law. Yes. Um, we two love cats, her. but no partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> um, in, <clears throat> in July of 2019, I retired from teaching seminary and institute. I am an entrepreneur at heart, but a teacher by love. And um, I love teaching the gospel. I worked for EFY. Um, Chelsea and I, with some other friends, started... Canada for Youth, which is EFY Canada. Um, we've been involved in teaching the gospel all of our married life. I worked at the Missionary Training Center. It's just so deep in my soul. And so in 
July of 2019, I had a prompting that I followed up on in August of 2019, and that was, <clears throat> I should record a YouTube video and teach Come Follow Me. Do you remember and that I, day? Yeah, and I remember the day he comes <coughs> on the stairs and he's like, you know, I really miss teaching the gospel because we stepped into a different business doing that full time and it was going amazing. And I was thinking, you should do this. Like, yes, do this, because I knew that his old seminary kids would love like their young moms at home or whatever. I was like, yes, you totally need to keep teaching online so more people can hear you and you can connect with your old students. That's kind of what that I was, was thinking. That was it. And I think, so for me, the gospel is fun. It's upbeat. It's energizing. It's goofy. I just love teaching the gospel to teenagers. <laughs> like I love being goofy. I love being me. I love just having fun. I just love everything. And I was like, I'm going to do that on YouTube. Now, if you go back to the very first YouTube video, I keep I keep it on there for a reason because it's so embarrassing. Well, it's also awesome because you're just like this <laughs> brand I'm like, new. But I wasn't in a white shirt and tie. Okay, so what happened and was... And the lighting is really, oh, really bad. Horrible. The sound is really bad. Yeah, not even that. And there's like people that are like, Steve, you need to get better lighting. No, you what need happened? to like get a mic. So here's what happened. <laughs> I recorded the first video and all of a sudden people started watching it and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> and the next week I, was, I told Chelsea, I, I actually can't record another one of those videos unless two things happen. Number one, I have to be in a white shirt and tie because that's how I've taught the gospel my whole life. And secondly, I gotta have a whiteboard. Like I gotta have a, le like a legit whiteboard behind me because I've been teaching with that for years and years and years. And she's like, have fun, honey. So <laughs> one of the things yeah. I love to do is like, just be goofy and have fun. So from the very beginning, I just have told dad jokes. And one of the things that I did was to all of my seminary students, I give them a fist bump, boom. And then I, or I give them a high five, bam. And that's what I do every day. I'm like I didn't shake hands. Like I, I just, that seems too old to me. <laughs> So I'd fist bump, high five, fist bump, high five. And we had so, so much fun. Well, then all of a sudden the channel started to grow and grow and grow. And I think we got to like 500 people and my daughter was like, she's like seven. She's like, dad, are you going to sell merch? And I was like, what are you even talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, completely organic. And then I'm, I went to town and I was driving and I was like, oh, I haven't listened to Steve this week. So I turned on his channel and I was listening to it as I was driving and I was laughing and enjoying his lesson. And I was thinking like every mom needs this for their teenager. Like he just is so good with teaching the gospel. Just, it was just fun. And it just made it like, you know, you could feel it, but also just learn so many things. So then I was like, I just had this prompting and I feel like it was like a divine download. It was like, Chelsea put that on the LDS mom site on Facebook. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just posted on there. I'm like, you guys, moms, like, especially through COVID, I'm like, you guys, if you need any help with your teenagers, this is so good. This is my husband and you will love this. He's so fun. And then she calls me and said, I may have blown up your channel. And yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Like blew it up or like you, it's good. She's like, uh, you should check your subscribers. And the subscribers just went and I'm like, what is going on? Fear jumped in like total, like just like, imposter syndrome jumped in for me. And I was like, oh my goodness, can I do this? Again, I'm getting, it's completely organic and it still is to this day. Like I do all of the filming, we do all of the editing, I do all of the posting, I just do it all. 
my lighting wasn't good. My sound wasn't good. I was using things and I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I have no idea. <laughs> the downloads. Make I have no sure idea. Happen. And then yeah. it started to take off and then COVID hit. And um, that's when a lot of people started jumping on and really getting nourished. And, and I had been on there and the Lord kind of set that up. Well, fast forward one day, Chelsea comes in and goes. Okay, so you guys, I know a lot of you know, but I am. There's lots of people who don't know this. <laughs> okay. By watching this channel, you'd be like, Chelsea doesn't. No, it doesn't. Okay, naturally I am an introvert and I am quite shy. But what I have learned is I cannot be the instrument for the Lord that I need to be in that place. Like, I just can't. So, like, that's how I was as a child. I always struggled with, like, some social anxiety, okay? So, I, but I love the gospel and it just, it is, like, part of my soul. And I love it. I just love it so much. And I love the Book of Mormon so much. So, when Steve was teaching... I just started getting like this little stirring in my heart that I needed to join him. And of course, like the first thing I was like, no, like I, there is no way, like I was fighting the prompting and I wish I would have been like, yes, yes. Like this is so easy for me, but it's actually not, it's very difficult. And, and then I just surrendered one day. I, and I some people, <laughs> some of you aren't going to even believe that, but it's true. And it's a, it's been a work in progress. This is from lots of years of doing it now but at the beginning i was just like this mom you know um struggling with my mental health like there's a lot of things that i've gone through in my life and so i, I feel like anyone can like change and heal i guess that's kind of my perspective so i was like i'm gonna do this like i'm gonna do the those hard things for the lord i just i he knows i will say yes even if it's so difficult for me so i remember this one day specifically like it was a wintry day it had just snowed and I got on my snowsuit, like my whole snowsuit and I went out and I like laid in the snow and I like wept. I just like cried because I knew I was supposed to do this. And it wasn't because I don't want to serve or help. It was just like so out of my comfort zone. And I know I'm not the only person out there that's probably would have felt that too. And being able to like learn how to teach with Steve, like he's such a dynamic teacher. Like how am I going to bring my myself forward and like be able to stand in my own testimony and feel like it's feel more confident in that way too so behind the scenes here comes chelsea into this channel and it really threw me off because <laughs> i'd never had to teach with anyone in 20 years never I never had to correlate talk to anyone see if this is okay can i tell this joke roll your eyes like i never had to do any of that <laughs> stuff and here comes chelsea and then we've had to learn to work together it has been such a growing experience yes. for both of us the reason why we share these things with you is not because you can see that we have microphones now or bit none of that. And we have good lighting the or truth whatever. Is, the truth is, like our kids will come in, they, they're all at home. Um, you'll hear them stomping downstairs. <laughs> this is this is gospel life for us. And I'm sure it's gospel life for a majority of you. If it's not, Probably I don't all of I you. don't even know what you're talking about. If, like if, if that's the way that I just don't understand, that's how our life works. So we've had in our videos like the dog and the cat and the bunny rabbits and children and Brigham running in. He's our youngest. And it's all been just part of the organic part of our of our lives. Yeah, the organic the organic nature of like we want to we want to our intention is and I was writing this down because I'm like as our community is growing and our come follow me family, like this is how we see you. We pray for you. 
um, every night. We love you and we want you to feel like you belong to this, this community, that you are loved, that you matter, and that you can make it through hard things. Like through the gospel of Jesus Christ, we can do anything and we can get through hard challenges. And when we feel like we're loved and we're supported and we can go to a place where we belong, that's what we want to create. That's what this community is about. So when we're asking you to like, like this video and share it, it means like just share it with other people. There's more people that need to hear these, like hear this. They need the support too. They, they need to feel like they belong. And you know, it like really strengthens people's testimonies. And then also um, that you're not alone, like not feeling that you're alone. We have each other. And so when we're asking you to write comments, you know, like sharing your thoughts, your testimonies, I read, I physically, I read every single one of the comments. Are you saying I don't? I don't know. Do you? I do read every one of the comments. We both read every, I haven't <laughs> ever asked you. <laughs> I read every single one and I really try to like um, say anything that I can on there to help support you or send you any love. I really appreciate the comments because I feel like when you're doing this and you're doing it, talking to a screen, I know you're beyond the screen. We do know that. But until we meet you and like you reach out in some way, like we don't know you're there. We went to a-, a We went to some conventions this week, yeah. this past couple of weeks, and people would be like, I don't know if I want to say, oh, please say hi to us. Yes. We don't know you. Like <laughs> we know your names, we've seen your comments. And then people- Some of yours. Some of you guys are just hiding behind <laughs> the screen, but I love it. Remember this, that's why I've taught for all these years is to draw people closer to Jesus Christ, to help with their testimonies, and to have relationships of like gospel relationships, like loving relationships. And have fun. And have some fun. That Along was a big that, one, right? I was like, please have some fun. Because if the gospel is not fun, why are we doing it, y'all? That's what I think. I'm like, the gospel is like happy. Like heaven's going to be happy. Joy. Heaven's going to be happy for me. I don't know about y'all, but it's going to be happy for me. And I don't know why I say y'all because I'm a Canadian. Maybe it's for all you Texans out there. But I mean, we're trying to blend in. But guys, this is it. So, in so this the, is how it started. This is how it started. Why do we share it with you? So you know. And so if you haven't subscribed, if you hadn't said hello, um, there's, we are going to do some really fun things over the next little while. We have some really fun plans. I have plans. some really fun plans. And these are things that I would do with my seminary kids. Can I, can I carry on for yes. a minute? <laughs> Guys, I hope you don't mind. And if you want to, you can just fast forward. Um, if you want to, you can stay with me for a second. Um, because, guys, doing this channel, there are people who be like, can you get to the point of the lesson? And I'll be like, hold on. Just a second. There's, it's a, there's a purpose. Everything I do is purposeful. So it's so interesting. When I was teaching seminary, I it was all about bonding together as a group. And Because when you were bonded together and unified together, then this, oh, man, it was so amazing. So I do things like a superhero in trainings um, party in my backyard with like a hundred kids and blow up everything and everyone dresses as a superhero and I come out as Nacho Libre. And then like, ah, uh, we come. like, And then we did another one called, um, what was it? Oh, it was uh, Dinner Under the Apple Trees. And everyone dressed in like old fashioned, like 1800 gowns. And there was a girl who dressed in a Japanese kimono and she carried one of those ear horn things. And everyone's like, hello. Um, and it was just fun. The reason I did that is because it was part of a family community. So I have plans. I thought about it so much. How can you bring in a community like this that's all over the world? I have some ideas. Do you guys pay attention? Over the next few weeks and months, I'm going to start releasing some things that you can be a part of our community with. 
and you can share things and you can be a part and it's going to be so fun. Are you ready? It's going to be fun. If you don't, and so the other thing too is I've always said every week is grab your journals, your scriptures, and your scripture markers. It's time to connect up because that is the point. We're going to connect up to heaven. We're going to connect to the power of the Holy Ghost. Then we're going to go. Okay. Now. So you wanted to talk about, like we've been gone for a couple of weeks traveling. Oh yeah. We brought it all the way around. Thank you. <laughs> and... Um, we have learned so much. We did a couple of conventions. Um, our family took care of everybody here. We've been inspired. Just so many things coming. And we have two boys preparing for missions. We have two boys preparing for missions. They leave next month yes, in November. Yes, in the beginning of November, middle beginning. And and so Steve was like, I'm going to take my kids to Utah. So he's doing that in a couple of days. So as you can see, the Scott family is like, there's lots going on. And then conference is happening this weekend. So like all families you know what this is like there's so much going on we've been able to have a lesson planned mapped out planned out for you we know a lot of you probably will be watching conference this weekend that's but if, totally good but if you're watching this as well good job we um we love the support and we love being able to teach you so we're going to end and if you're going to be in isaiah the last section of isaiah this i think week. we have one more after this do we yeah we have one more week y'all you sure yep check it this, you, there's these moments in life you sure? where you're right and you know it. And it doesn't happen very often. Like maybe 5% true, of my... That's true, it doesn't. <laughs> but when I am right, I celebrate. Okay, okay, ready? Are you guys ready? Watch, here comes Chelsea. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're high right. Me. Okay, you're right. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, all right. So if you, if you guys see me on Saturday at General Conference in Salt Lake City, please say hi. I'll be with five boys and they'll be like... All these big people. And then me, <laughs> short guy. Okay. It'd be me and my 11 year old. We're the shortest. Okay. True. Now, you grab your scriptures, your journals, and your scripture markers. It's time for us to connect up into Isaiah. But we must begin with a joke. Okay. Why can't you see an elephant when he's hiding behind a pole? I don't know. Because he's hiding. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> it makes no sense. My son told me that one. Guys, I literally have a pocket full of dad jokes. You want another one? I'm no. Gonna give it, I'm, no, you should. <laughs> Guys, why would you not want another one? Okay, just to start. <clears throat> um, why do fathers... Oh, I've, I've already done that one. <laughs> um, I'm afraid for, cal for the calendar. Their days are numbered. That's, that's not good? You guys know some of you think it's good. Okay, grab your scriptures. Let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah right now in Isaiah chapter in the 50s, as we enter into the 50s, you'll watch a softening in Isaiah 40s. In the 40s, you're going to watch a softening of Isaiah's message. And in the 50s, it's a, it's like a return to the doctrine of Christ and the gathering. And it's like the bringing in through the atonement of Jesus Christ. We've picked today just three of our favorite things. There are many. You know that. You're going to go into your journals, your scriptures. You're going to highlight them. You're going to write them out. You're going to share them in the comment section. Totally fine. And we recognize that this is only three. Okay? So come with us. Let's go. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 53, verses 3 through 9. Get your, your highlighters out. Highlight it. Okay? You can make it highlighting. And then let's... Let's read this one. So this is Isaiah, and he's talking about the Savior again. And we talked about this before. I'm like, this is awesome. This is just amazing that he had this revelation so long ago. So in three is he is despised. Can I back up for yes. just a second? Mm -hmm. In the chapter heading, guys, it says Isaiah speaks messianically. Now, that doesn't mean messily. 
It means messianically means he speaks as though Christ has already come. Okay, so he's speaking and it'll sound like it's already happened. But when Isaiah speaks messianically, that's what happens to be like. And this is hundreds of years before Christ. Okay. And this is also in the Book of Mormon in Mosiah 14. Yes. Okay? He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. So let's stop there. Do you notice what stands out? Isaiah teaches to Israel that Christ will come. And he, he, you think he's going to come and deliver. And he will, but not the way you think, Israel. He's going to be despised. He's going to be rejected of man, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And it'll be so much that you will hide your face and be like, what is happening? Um, and, and this right here, he will take on... You think of this just for a second. Take every pain, every sickness, every health challenge, every emotional challenge, everything that you have ever experienced. Would you ever let someone take those from you and feel them? And take all of your life and put it all together and let Jesus Christ do it and let him do that for every person who has ever lived. It would, it, he would have to be the savior of the world to be able to do that. You would have to. And Isaiah is saying, don't, don't like think bigger. Think bigger. And yet, think more humble. Okay? Okay. Where did we stop at? I'll go to six. Okay, so we're that. six. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. In other words, I, like a sheep, I've wandered. I've wandered. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before his shears is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. He and he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in death. Because he had done no violence, neither was there any deceit in his mouth." When you think of these scriptures, why would it be one of our favorite things to talk about? Why? How, what do you think? Do you guys understand? When we understand the nature of Jesus Christ's role in our life, it opens our hearts and allows us to feel deeply for two things. The pain that we have caused, like that we have, like the sin and the things that we have done, it opens up and goes, "Wow, I can't do this alone. Like I can't, like I, I just can't." And then it opens our heart to Jesus Christ and to say, "But, but you can, and I know you could heal me." Mm-hmm. I I remembered those times in my life. Do you remember those times in your life? And the only. The only thing that can happen for us as we turn to the Savior is 
as we grow through these, go through these really hard challenges in life, and we turn to the Savior, that's when our testimonies grow. Our little boy came in the other day and he said a bad word and he was crying his eyes out. He's six and he's like, I said a bad word and he's just big alligator tears coming down his cheek and he didn't, he wanted to hide from us. Like he was like, I'm just a terrible kid. I'm a bad kid. And so we just talked to him and I, I just said, Brigham, I'm like, was it a, a good decision to do that? Like, is that choosing the right? And he's like, no. And I was like, do you know that it's okay to make mistakes? And this is t teaching it from like that pure perspective. Like it's okay to make mistakes. You're not a bad person or you're not a bad kid. We make decisions that aren't in alignment so we can again turn to the Savior and know that he's there for us, that we can be cleansed through the atonement. And um, with his stripes, we are healed. You know, like that's a powerful statement. We are healed because of his suffering, because of the things that the Savior did for us. And, and then I just said, I need Jesus and so do you. It's okay. We can make mistakes and we can still love each other and be loved by Heavenly Father. And it's just like the simple nature of teaching it to a child. But sometimes we need to remind ourselves, you know, when we're struggling or those things, those hard things are happening in our lives, that the Savior is there. And that, that's part of the growth and the refinement process is turning to Him and really leaning on the Savior and surrendering to Him and laying our burdens at His feet, giving Him these things that uh, bind us and bring us down, being able to like surrender and get, get rid of them. It's kind of like this weekend we had an Uber driver and we had to fly home on a Sunday. Um, and we don't like doing that, but we had to fly home on a Sunday. And we got into the Uber and he's playing gospel music. He's playing upbeat, it's like happy the best gospel thing music. Ever. And like, have you ever had those moments where it's like so much, like you're feeling it, like there's lots of things going on. And then you step into that moment and there's gospel music and gospel playing. And here was a man, we had not met him before, but he was a man who understood and believed in the healing balm of Jesus Christ. And we talked about it all the way to the airport. We get on a plane, we sit next to a lady who is a devout Catholic woman who's there talking about things, like she's at a conference talking about how to improve the life and the of people around her. Do you understand what Jesus does? And it's not like, it's not like we have like the corner store on the belief in Jesus Christ. Yes. But we, we do have, and we can share together, that that understanding of the atonement of Jesus Christ elevates us to a place that we've never been before. And I, I felt a great love for them too. It was just like, they're believers too. Like they're believers, like believers in the savior, the, the master healer, like, you know, like it, it was awesome to talk to them and listen to their testimonies of the savior. There's, a, there's one step though, and that's making covenants and keeping the, receiving those covenants and then living in accordance with those covenants. Mm -hmm. That's the part. And that's the part that's like a few of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go to the next one. Let's go to 55, 8, and 9. Hallelujah. This is yours. Do you want to read it for me? Okay. It is mine. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. And this goes along with our <laughs> story at the beginning. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Turns out he's God. Okay. Um, and it turns out that his thoughts, have you ever had a little child 
and they say, you say, what are you thinking? And they tell you, and you're like, maybe I shouldn't have asked. Um, <laughs> have you ever had that moment? Um, and what happens is, is our thoughts are not his thoughts. Can we just be totally clear? And I was talking to, I was, I was coaching um, a, a boy today, and I was talking about like, when, when we're in alignment with God, and we're in alignment with his thoughts, and his ways, then it's not that it's smoother, I'll tell you one thing. You want to you wanna have a really tough time? Post your religious beliefs on YouTube. Okay? And then have like 600 people message you why you're wrong. Like, and have that happen every day for years. And have that happen. Now, there's a wonderful thing. It's called delete. Boink! And I did that all the time. You're like, do you know what's wrong with boink? You know what you're boink? And I just deleted everything. Because here's what happened. As I get in alignment, so how do I get in alignment? And this is the part you're gonna take next, right? But remember I say, grab your scriptures, your journals, and your scripture markers, let's connect up. That's to get in alignment. What are we getting in alignment for? That his thoughts and his highways, um, and we can align with those things. Now, there's only one way you can do that. It's if you have the influence of the Holy Ghost in your life and you have the influence of the Holy Ghost in your life, then you're gonna learn a few things. And I teach people this a lot. It's not that I need every step. I just need the influence of the Holy Ghost to give me the next step. Like, just help me, tra- like, help me translate the next word. Or help me walk in the next path. Like, help me just take the next step, Heavenly Father. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is yet. I know that you do, though. And have you ever had those moments in your life where you're like, Jesus, take the wheel. Because I I have. I've had so many. I, we could go on for like an hour. I just did a podcast. I just did a podcast for our turtle house. And it's going to come out. And it's like, I just tell my story, my life story. And every, every time it's like, Jesus, take the wheel. Like, you do it. Because you know better. Because I've tried. Not so much. Not so good. Okay? Less uh, effective. Okay. So think about it for you. Okay. Very simple. This is another one of our favorite things. Now... We're going to get to chapter 58. And this, this is Chelsea's. This is one of my faves. So this is 3 through 8. And it's talking about the power of fasting. Okay. So uh, do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? What do you want to do, um, dear do Chelsea? Read 3 to 6 and then I'll read the rest. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Wherefore we have we fasted, saying they, and thou seest not. Therefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast ye find pleasure, and exact all your labors. Behold, ye fast for strife, and debate, and to smite, and the fist of wickedness. And ye shall not fast as ye do this day, to make your voice be heard on high. Now he's saying to the Israelites, he's saying, listen, you're fasting right now so that you can debate with someone else. So that you can look good. So that you can be like, Heavenly Father, this is what I need, and you better deliver. Here, look at me, I'm fasting, and I expect the windows of heaven. It's like, no, that's, that's what he's saying to them, okay? And it says, it is such a fast that I have chosen. In other words, here's a different fast. A day for man to afflict his soul? No. It is, is it to bow down his head as bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? No. Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? No. That's not the fast. No. Okay, I'm going to read six. Go right? for it. Is not this the fast that I have chosen 
to loose the bands of wickedness. So these are the power, like even write these down or like underline these parts, okay? This is the power of the fast, to loose the bands of wickedness. Or is there something that you're struggling with that you need to let go of and you just feel like it's got you, like you are, there's like tied down to undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free and that you may break every yoke, break every single yoke. It made me think of there's this girl that we know and she's like this beautiful Native American girl. She's like the Indian princess um, and she got caught into addictions. And um, fast forward a few years, she's she's very addicted to, um, you know, different challenge whatever she's addicted to different things and she's just having more struggles she's just having guilt. so many struggles that it made me think like that one binding like r like what do they call the uh, there's the word again <laughs> this is a fun game we play on our channel it's called guess the word that chelsea's trying to say guys play you along. know what i'm talking about play like along. when the cord the flaxen cord i knew it i just wasn't right it's it. like one at a time like it's getting and then it's stronger and then it's stronger that it's wrapping and then you are like literally like blocked in okay and so this is saying you can break every yoke <gasps> happiness how many of you guys have been like that it is not to deal thy bread to the hungry is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry and that thou bring the poor they are cast out to the house of thy house when thou seest the naked thou cover him and thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh this is like helping the poor helping those that are in need then shall they, and so this is the blessing that is at the end. Then shall the light break forth as the morning, and thy health shall spring forth speedily. Thy health shall spring forth speedily. That's a great promise. And thy righteousness shall be go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy re reward, which means thy protection. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, and the putting forth of the finger, and the speaking of vanity. So that you can call out and you can like hear the Lord. So I just want to share an experience with you. Um, a few months ago, we I was praying for some answers. And um, we were making some shifts in our business. Different things were happening in our family. And um, I was really wanting to do this uh, personal development training. And it was uh, quite a big sum, a large sum of money to be able to get this training. And I was fasting and praying and we were like, wondering how we could make this happen and I so this person like I connected with this the right person and then like we learned this and like all these steps happened but before that I had prayed and I had fasted and I was open to like I'm like Heavenly Father like please just give me the next step like I just need the next step and I knew that he would answer me like I know that he loves me and I know that he loves you so the power of the fast you're like using it to be able to help you in your life to move it forward and to feel that support and like there's so many things that it does right we just read that and um so fast forward we were able to miraculously make this enough money for me to do this training that was crazy it was a miracle like it was absolutely a miracle and like things completely changed in our lives like it changed the tra tra trajectory of our life in so many ways and I just was like oh my gosh like that is just one experience I love the power of fasting and the blessing that it can bring before our lives and um, so if you are struggling with any of those things that it was mentioning consider fasting and um, grow your testimony of how that the gift of fasting can bless your life fasting helps me gain alignment with the will of God
with his thoughts and his ways. And as I fast, have you ever fasted and not got what you thought you wanted? Because I have. But have you ever fasted and God answered your prayers in a way that was better? Have you ever had that moment? Have you ever had that moment where you had to fast multiple times? Where I think sometimes, have you ever had a child ask and be like, hey, can I have this? And like immediately gets it. The Lord's not in the business of instant gratification. Can you write that down? Like the Lord is not in the business of instant gratification. That's another guy. He's in the business of instant gratification. The Lord is in the business of work and glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. And my fasting will gain alignment to help me become what he wants me to become. Right? So we shared with you guys some really personal stories today. Like how this all began. And the story continues. It keeps going. Like we don't know what happens next. But I do know a few things. I do know a few things. I know that Jesus Christ is the Savior and Redeemer of the world. I know that as I align my thoughts with His thoughts and His ways, my ways with His ways, that I can do better things. And I know that one of the greatest tools I have, along with my scriptures and prayer, is the power of the fast to align me with Him. You see how that all worked out? Yes. Yeah. So, you guys, we love you, of course. Um, we wanted to keep this lesson just kind of like light because we have a lot coming up this next weekend when we prepare to just be so nourished by general conference. Um, so we pray for you that you will find the answers that you need, that you will be able to connect, connect up even in a deeper, more intentional way as you watch conference. Ask the questions like, what are you needing? What do you what answers do you need and pray about that before you go into conference and really glean from the gift of having conference and being able to have that spiritual upliftment and nourishment. We're really excited about it. Um, we just want to let you guys know that we will um, always be here to support you in any way. Please reach out to us if there's anything that we can do to help or support you. We love you. We appreciate you. And thank you so much for supporting us. The word of the week this week. Do you guys notice that this word is spelled Americano? It's not spelled <laughs> in the English way. Like, um, we don't spell it this way in Canada. <laughs> so I want you to spell the word favorite, but I want you to figure out how to spell it Canadian. Go figure it out. Because there's a, there's, a, there's a word, there's a, there's a letter missing that. And those of you guys who are in the UK would be like, well, obviously. Okay? Obviously. Obviously we know, Stephen, we're not a peasant. Okay, so <laughs> write it in. Comment section, give this video a like and a share. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.